Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is Laura Morante, and we are here today on New Year's Day, and I think we've got Dodie on the line. Dodie, are you there? Hi, Laura. I'm here, Laura. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we got it. All right, well... Lee is not here today, and um, so we're a little bit uncertain about the technology, but I think we got it. I think everybody is able to hear us, um, so we're going to keep going. So it's January 1st, 2021. That's interesting to say. After this 2020 year, um, we're welcoming this new energy. And I just have to say, Leah Fortner is usually with us. But this year, Leah is pregnant, and baby Kaya is due actually on January 11th, 2021. And, yeah, she started stirring a bit yesterday. I think she's dropped into position, and maybe she's going to use this energy we're stirring up today to help her come into this world. We'll see. Anyway. All right. Well, I think we're good to go here, so I'm just going to hand it over to Dodie. We're going to jump into a meditation and then I'll channel but um, Dodie thank you so much for being here today and spending your part of your New Year's Day with us oh Laura it's my pleasure I'm so excited to hear what spirit has to offer us as we step into this new year together all of us so I'd like to start by bringing us into a space where we can be receptive, where we can release some of what we might have been carrying through this 2020 year and just set it down and open up to the newness of 2021 and 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 what is, is waiting for us to receive. So I invite everybody who is listening now to find a place that's comfortable. You can either sit or lay down, whatever's comfortable for you, somewhere where you won't be disturbed. And when you get there, just take a nice big breath in through your nose and blow it out through your mouth and let your shoulders come down. And let's just do that one more time. A nice big breath in through your nose. Blow it out through your mouth. Let your shoulders come down at the same time. And I invite you to close your eyes or just gaze down into your lap or into your hands or somehow to be comfortable enough to go within and come with me on a little journey. Let your breathing just be gentle and don't try to change it in any way. Just allow the breath to move in and move out and Imagine that you're walking and you're just walking through a very beautiful space. This place is full of beautiful trees and shrubs and flowers and it's a little tropical and you're walking along on a dirt path and you can feel the earth beneath your feet and you can feel a connection between your feet and the earth. This connection feels very stable, very supportive and nurturing. 
And as you walk along this path and you find yourself slowly descending, but at a safe descent, just slowly making your way along this path, noticing the sounds on either side of you, the sounds of birds and and little animals and the breeze just gently rustling in the in the trees and the tropical plants. With each step that you take, allow yourself to let the energy that is within you move to your feet and connect with the earth. Imagine that whatever we are full of right now, we can just allow to just gently find its way into the soles of our feet and into the earth. And so that with each step that we take, there's a sort of cleansing, a letting go, a giving way, a releasing that is allowed to happen, that we're just letting happen. Just giving the thoughts, the feelings, the energies, the emotions of whatever we each have experienced over the course of this year, just letting it release into the earth, knowing that the earth knows how to receive it, how to take it, and how to turn it into something beautiful. And as you walk along this path, feel yourself letting go, releasing, giving way, giving over to the earth that which you no longer want to carry. And as we come to the end of this path, see before you a gentle waterfall. And this waterfall has the most pure crystalline water flowing. And at the base of that waterfall, there are some flat rocks. And they seem to invite you to come to sit. So take a few more steps along this path and gently and carefully making your way over to the flat rocks that are here just beneath the softly flowing waterfall. This is not a huge, powerful waterfall. This is like a gentle trickle. And you feel its invitation to just sit on these flat rocks that it splashes against. And the water, it's not too cold. It's amazingly comfortable. And you can lean your head back so that this gentle waterfall just gently taps the top of your head, flows down your shoulders, flows down your back, down the front of you, and it's easy to breathe as you sit there. You can feel the water just cleansing, helping you to release anything else that's locked right into the earth right into the pool of water beneath the waterfall, right into the earth. So as you sit here, just holding this image of sitting under this gentle waterfall, of letting the water fall down your shoulders, down your back, down the front of you, down your face, down into the earth. Feel the feeling of letting go, of releasing, of giving way, and giving away whatever no longer serves you, giving it away to the earth. And so the energy of the water washes away that which no longer serves you. 
And it also brings to you newness, freshness, life force energy, loving, divine life force energy. So as you release, drink up the new energy too. Drink it up, drink it in. Know that you are always, always in a space to receive as well as to release. That there is always new, loving, light-filled energy at your disposal for you to receive. And there is always a way, always to release, to just let it go. Take a nice deep breath again in through your nose. Breathe it out through your mouth and see yourself now standing up, feeling renewed, feeling as though you were able to let go of anything no longer serves you and you were able to receive new energy and walk your way back now. Walk your way back up that path, feeling stronger, feeling open, feeling in a place of true reception, true receptivity. Find your way slowly back, slowly back to the place where you are now, where you are sitting comfortable, where you are ready, where you are open, where you are relaxed. And let yourself receive the message from, to help to guide you through this new beginning, this new space that we all step into together as one. And Laura, I just give it right back over to you now for you to bring in this beautiful message that I know Spirit has for us today. Thank you, Dodie. That was beautiful. And I'm just going to go right into that flow. I'm just going to open up and ask for the guides, the angels, our friends in spirit to step into this space that Dodie just created and add the energy of inspiration that can guide each one of us and all of us collectively into the most aligned, purposeful experience in 2021. Step gently onto this path laid before you, for you will find it, each one of you, unfolding minute by minute, orchestrating a dynamic of being 
defined by the moment. You have worked diligently to hold yourself in some state of awareness of the need to be loved, to find compassion as a vehicle out of the angst and anxiety, the external world has created in the intellect, in the physical experience of being human. It has not been comfortable. It has been soulfully relevant, dear ones, soulfully relevant at a time where it is necessary to recognize the relevance of the inner dynamic in a world where we are so enamored with the external environment. But the ego mind still frustrates the process. You each know it. The world has called for it. That moment of surrender of the individual to the whole. That moment where you understand that who you are is a necessary part of a community effort at being here. At being here. As being human. (laughs) And the human being has explored its conflicts, inner and external, in the most glorious way this past year. And so many felt the need to take the defensive posture and the offensive uh, projections. So they thought, but yet you all know, the offensive projections are really a defensive shield. And you want to think about that. Has your each been instigated to project your assumptions of right and wrong and good and bad? Now, why? Why would the soul glorify this most auspicious moment in this way? Was it really to prove which side is right and which side is wrong and who knows and who doesn't? Are we still there with our experience of one another? of who thinks they understand something with a greater rightness than another? 
have we learned nothing from history? Intellectual certainty in the rights and wrongs of the experience of being human is the challenge that the human faces Because what it does it is, is it asks you to separate your concept of experiencing life. Not relating the effect of these experiences on your inner workings. Projecting a rightness and a wrongness out there. is trying to define your external world intellectually. Hmm. According to your current concept of life, and look back at the generations, our concepts of life have changed drastically. Our sense of purpose contained now in our idea of what we do And that frustrates the process of being, of being a soul, exploring the depths of self-denial and the heights, divine truth can take you. Now, you do understand that, as you have in your own lives had moments where the divine has reached through, right into your experience, shifted this or that, got your attention in this way or that way, elevated an idea until you couldn't deny it, uh, used another in your experience to trip you up on a path that didn't serve you. Oh, so many ways the divine steps in. And the recognition comes with the feeling of it, Right? With the, yes, there's an external thing happening out there, but boy, oh boy, when that external thing out there is happening, I'm feeling this internal thing shifting. And, of course, there the mind goes taking that awareness. The energy of the experience, the knowingness, the feeling of it, and starts to quantify the benefit of applying. So is it a good feeling or a bad feeling? There we go, right there. Stop and expansive exploration of divine union of consciousness. Yes, that's what it is. When a soul reaches from the higher realms, the other side is what you would say, but we're all on the same side. (laughs) We really are all on the same side. And we want you to feel it. So when a loved one, an angel, a guiding force reaches through the veil and shifts something in your reality and you feel it, don't condemn that joining of consciousness to some 
limited intellectual interpretation. Don't put it in the box. Don't need it to fulfill your mind's desires to understand and control. You want the divine in your reality, then allow there to be more than you can contain intellectually because you are more. And so often in these channels, this exact concept comes through over and over and over, and you know that. You've heard it, and you think that. I know this. I'm aware of this, and yet you see it. As much as you know, as much as you desire to live beyond those limits, as much as you have already experienced divine awareness, come into this reality and shift your conscious state of being. As much as you understand the process, there's something about being human in this field, in this human experience at this time in history that challenges your own authority. Do you believe you have a choice to to think or not to think about something in the moment? All we're saying is when the energy of the experience hits your field, you know it. Soulfully, intuitively, the sixth sixth senses (laughs) they show up and so many different ways. And your mind says, wait, 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 let me contain it all right here in an idea for you. So this way you understand it. And then you got it, right? But don't you see, once you take it all and you put it in that box, you haven't allowed it to move through these other senses, these other portals for the integration of truth. And remember, the mind can be deceptive in its assumptions. And convoluted in its desires. (laughs) So you've got to know what you're dealing with here. And you do know. You do know. You do understand that there's got to be room for more. That you cannot allow your thoughts about things to be the ultimate governing um, force of your actions. For if it is, and it ever comes down to a rational idea of what you think is right or wrong or good or bad or needed in the moment... You have dismissed the relevance, the relevance of your soul, the relevance of the higher purpose, the the energy of purpose available beyond the limits of your logical ideas, the energy of purpose that asks you to know you beyond those ideas, to know you. Because you're that energy of purpose and you've come to use your human body and mind and emotional field as a means 
of maneuvering the human experience, of exploring how far into it you can go without losing yourself. And yes, that's what we're saying here, without losing yourself to your idea of what you think you need to be. You see, when you open that door, this energy of higher consciousness can prove to you that you're a divine being. But you have to take a chance on you. You have to take a chance on a higher awareness being. I don't want to say it. More developed. Filled with a greater wisdom than the logical experiences of your humanness. You are here in the midst of a conversation with a higher being within it, energy, a soul just like you, living beyond the limits of the physical realm, but with an ease of movement into this realm, with a way of stating words, that allow you to take the energy that we share with you into that level of consciousness, into that logical mind. There's a feeling here that you get with these words. And we shift it throughout the message. So you feel yourself on many different levels where some of the points touch you on a very human level and others just are too confounding for logic, too profound to sit in, too uncomfortable to admit and surrender into. And that's the thing. There'll be a lot of that this year. It's all stirred up now, you see? Isn't that the way we clean the tank Stir it up and clear it out before it settles back in. But you know, when you change the landscape, it never settles back in where it once was. So as everything is stirred up right now, really sit with that. Sit with it. Sit with it in an experience of it that you're not thinking about. Really believe there's an awareness in your field. Create the image in your mind of a bubble around you. You've seen them, the aura images. Just go with it. Just go with the concept that you know you feel something. You feel something in the field. You have felt things. You have received insight. You have noticed awarenesses of loved ones around you. You have seen synchronicities that could not be explained Go with it. Go with the image of you as energy existing beyond your physicality. Go with the awareness that this field of you is filled with higher consciousness, is filled with energies of purpose, is filled with your loved ones trying to translate it for you. And it is about translation, friends. It is. 
That's the point. It doesn't all. Oh, I love that. It doesn't all fit into logic, does it? So many times you sit at this table, and you feel baffled and confused, and maybe even confronted when it doesn't make sense. And it's those moments where you want to love yourself enough to know you are not just what you can understand. that often that's why it doesn't make sense. That our creator had a plan. That the mystery of life serves us on levels that we can't contain logically. So why would we, as souls, come to the earth at this time and coordinate to have such a convoluted experience. Collectively, when you step out of the right and the wrongs and the good and the bads and the who is in charge of it all and and you see the unified field here. Remember the aura. Apply that to every individual and you start to see the connected nature of all souls and you start to realize that out there in the field there's a conversation going. But it is so highly intelligent, so expansive. How you are light years away from interpreting it in any intellectual fashion because it has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with it other than to challenge its authority. Are you ready to live a soul-centered life? Does your mind think it's relevant and will it allow Over and over and over again, you come to that point on the journey. And you think, can I give in even more? Can I let go even further of what I was taught to believe I needed to be here? Of what I was taught to believe. Living a good life was it's time to follow the energy and this human experience is obviously declaring that you've worked it over and over and over in your minds you have you really have over and over and over and over yes we're exhausted for you Yes, we want to take that burden away from you. We want to gift you with divine knowing. We want you to know divine intelligence is in your field. Your field. The auric field, the energetic field, the ethereal field. Oh, whatever term. And forget the terms. Use the images. It's much more expansive because you can create the idea of the field with no end. 
And then out there in the field, drop the images of your loved ones, past, present, and yes, future, because they're there. And you can experience their energy as divine insight. Because they know you um, from the inside out. And they're a part of the journey with you. As you know, all souls in your field are. Not just a family you are born into, but more importantly, the ones you find so randomly in this world that connect with you on a level that knows, (laughs) even if you don't understand it, that knows there's something to it, something to the energy between you, something inspiring, something prompting curiosity, sometimes something prompting angst and resistance, but whatever it is, it's something. There it is. There's the communication of souls, and you know it. So many of you know it too well. When you feel that spark of recognition, and you take it and you say, oh, oh, I'm going to put it in this box, right? There it is, this potential. Take it and you put it in a box your mind is familiar with, and then all of the expectations of that idea are projected onto that potential, convoluting the true intention and ethereal nature of the energy of purpose you came to explore together. But it's there, and it works through all of the conditions of logic you place on it. And then you define the experience in that way. So there's the back and forth of it. Are you the creator? Is there a source of life outside of you telling you you should have this experience that would then judge you on doing it right or wrong? Or is there a source of inspiration that comes as potential and offers you the opportunity to choose your journey? Or is there something more, more than any of those concepts can contain? And are you willing to just lean back into it? That's the difference, you know. Are you fighting for control of your life? Or are you exploring the journey your soul is taking you on? That's part of you that wants the divine that's the part of you that wants this intuitive awareness to expand that wants the signs from spirit to show up that wants to be in awe Hmm. of how magical it can be and it is magical it's only that some of the magic spirit uses to get your attention is uncomfortable and the childlike idea of magic in logic implies only the games that are fun for the ego. (laughs) Again, we bring you back to soulful relevance. When it's uncomfortable for the ego, it's not wrong or bad. It's soulfully relevant. That's your key to freedom. Soulful relevance. It 
it is a key that will open the door in your mind to something more, you see. If it's only how it affects me, the ego, the human, the logically defined idea of me, well, that's where you'll stay frustrated in that victim mentality. But once you answer that question, that why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? When you answer that question with the simple term, soulful relevance, that's why. Well, what does that mean? Lord knows. (laughs) Lord knows, right? Some higher presence of consciousness is the awareness of this experience, but it's not necessarily going to be contained intellectually. Soulful relevance is an experience defined for the effect that this experience has on the soul and the way that that shifts the soul's experience of being human, which in effect shifts the entire human experience. Soulful relevance. Can you live Accordingly, can you give yourself permission every moment to not condemn the thoughts the way the thoughts condemn the experience? Don't match the frequency. Don't repeat the experience. You love the experience because you're a soul. See, it might be uncomfortable for the human, It might be frustrating to logic. But when you bring it in in that way, that's this soulful relevance. Man, there's something here that my soul needs to explore being. Or maybe to explore the options of being, to explore... Well, now, whatever the experience is, I can explore it through fear. I can feel limited and stay in the small mind where I think it's only what I think. And since I can't conceive of what's coming after, I fear. And then I have the experience of self-denial, self being the higher self, the aspect of you that has the soulful relevance has the soulful relevance. See, it's not having an understanding. It's not having an intellectual interpretation. It's having an experience of being. Mm. There you go. You've got to get to that place where you know who you are as the soul and you recognize, well, I'm having an experience here and there's soulful relevance and I'm going to explore it by not condemning it to my need to understand it. I'm going to explore how it feels. I'm going to explore having this experience, but not from fear because I can't contain contain it logically, from a neutral place of observation. I want to explore as I move into this experience, as this experience confronts me, as this situation takes me in. What are my options here? Oh, I know fear and self-denial are there. I can go there. Maybe if I maybe if I really pattern this idea 
have this essence of being that is coordinated with a higher consciousness to create an experience here for human beings that asks the human being to love being human. To love oneself enough to know that one is a divine being exploring being human. If you identify with the limits, you are denying your divinity. When you look at those limits and say, well, that's what my soul came to explore. That's the challenge I came to overcome. If I identify with those fears, if I identify with the fears of my ancestors, then I become the repetitive energy of self-denial. But if I take this opportunity, this moment in time, this transcendent energy of human exploration, At this moment where the world itself is open for something new. If I believe that I am an individual essence of that greater consciousness, then that higher awareness is in my field, is a part of me. And when I allow it to be, it will be. When I allow my essence of being to expand beyond my ideas of what I'm capable of, I experience soulful relevance. And you're here for that. You're not on this earth at this time to stay stuck in chosen ignorance. There is a need for the human mind to embrace the concept of soulful relevance. And you've spent a year being challenged by an external experience that affected all souls. And look at the way you've explored it. Look at the way you've tried to contain it in ideas of right and wrong and good and bad so you can control it. How many of you finally got there? How many of you finally stepped back and said there is a divine energy of purpose underneath every human experience. And we aren't here to contain it logically. We aren't here to frustrate our exploration by needing it to fit into those boxes any longer. Nobody was right. Nobody was wrong. This was an experience of soulful relevance. 
to force you to come back into that awareness that there is something more than any of you have contained in the rights and the wrongs, in the goods and the evils. As your mind asks you to find somebody to blame for your discomfort, feel into that, how easy it was. And then love those souls that you have spent the year condemning. Huh. They came to play the game with you with no greater awareness of the higher purpose here. And as you condemn this one as the evil one or that one as the evil one, own your willingness. to stay in cognitive dissonance by blaming another for life. That is an immediate dismissal of the divine source of life. That is the ego distraction from the soulful relevance that you are asked to explore, not that you are here to tell others what to do. Everybody's individual exploration of this moment is unique. That's the point. And you all gather up in your ideas and condemnations of one another, how human of you. Oh, you have glorified the journey of self-denial. But you know the beauty of it? There was no resolve. And you realize you could stay out there. And all of those ideas wandering around, this one and that one, condemning this one and that one, and staying at that frequency, staying at that frequency of anger, of fear, of, of, of the desire of the ego for the illusion of mental control over it. Get over yourselves, human beings. You are one soul, and there is nobody to blame. Just a divine source to appreciate you. Appreciate the gift of life, the gift that this opportunity to find your way back to your divinity, to appreciate that as an energy of purpose here that you have found, haven't you? You realize that. It never felt fulfilling, the blame. Even when your mind thought you were right. (laughs) It never felt loving. It never felt substantial enough to fill that void within. It's the energy of purpose that you seek. It's soulful relevance. There's nobody outside of you. That's a unique journey. And that, dear ones, is the relevance of being a soul in physicality. It's to seem so different and so far from each other in your external experience, and yet to know you're one beneath the surface, to know that you are soulfully connected in this moment of purpose and that you are charged with owning your divinity 
by aligning in integrity with the most authentic expression of being in the moment, never catering to the fear, never cowering to the ego, never existing for the external world, always realizing that as you choose to align with soulful relevance, what you're saying is, I see all that that's going out there. I hear all those thoughts about it. And I also know there's something more. And as soon as you go to that place, the energy gets excited. Your inners, I'm sorry, your, your inner spirit wakes up. The inner knowing collides with the intellectual mind. Intuition starts to hit. Inspiration starts to move through your field. The external dynamic starts to shift. Synchronicities get your attention. And there it is. You're working with the field, and the field is working with you. The field is saying, here, I'll give you something back. Hmm. Take this in and chew it intellectually. You can't make this up. It's real. It's relevant. And it happened at the most auspicious time. So there you go. There is a divine source. There is magic in allowing the mystery. That, dear friends, is owning soulful relevance. That is bringing it in and saying, I can define a new way of being. And I will, because I am a soul. I am not just a logically driven, physical being. The vehicle I use is the soul that I am, and I'm here to allow that voice to speak louder, to speak clearer. And to surrender my thoughts of ego control over to an experience defined by the energy of purpose through the mystery of life that inspires my sense of purpose in the moment. As you embrace that concept that every awareness is there for you, and it is your choice, it is your choice to bring the experience of being back into alignment with divine inspiration, being the inspiration for action, being the source of your awareness of the relevance of being you in the moment. appreciation we stand with you every soul in spirit as a part of a coordinated effort and we want you to see that that we are an energy a collective group of souls that have stood for humanity for thousands of years but we are not alone we stand with your loved ones to coordinate with those that you will accept the signs from. You each have guides, angels, sources of inspiration beyond any cognitive ideas. And you have to ask yourself now, after this year, after this most momentous time in history, 
How will you go forward? Who goes forward from here? That fearful, intimidated personality, intimidated by the society you exist in, intimidated by the overbearing, oppressive nature of the ego construct of being, that intimidated individual that thinks they have to live up to all of those expectations of what looks successful and supportive. But no, you know you can't do that. This time has declared the line in the sand, so to speak. And if you're here and you're moving forward in a body, ability to feel in control intellectually will continually be challenged. But if you are here in a body willing to submit your experience over to the higher awareness, willing to believe that that is who you are, that there's no distance between here and there, you and the awareness. It's just a matter of accepting what the awareness is in the moment and not needing it to be something you think you need it to be. This is a glorious moment of exploration of our divinity. And we want to recognize the relevance of the souls that we are as a community. Engage one another as souls. Listen to their hearts, not their words. Feel the energy beneath the surface of the projections. We are one in the energy, and we are collectively exploring a greater sense of self, Thank you. Thank you, dear souls, for walking the earth at this time. Thank you for being brave enough, for being strong enough, for being courageous enough to face the fears, to face the doubts and insecurities, and to know that's not who you are. Thank you for choosing to be the one to embody the divine by believing you are divine and, and expecting the divine to show you the way every step with a tremendous energy of appreciation, we embrace each one of you with an authority we have created in our ability to create this bridge. We are the entity, Michael. And we embrace the human experience in this moment with a willingness to support your journeys and inspire the awareness of purpose to be who you are. Thank you, Michael. All right, Dodie. I don't know if we even, wow. if we went over. Oh. No, we've got we've got about four more minutes. You actually started channeling at one eleven, which I thought was beautiful. Oh, <clears throat> oh I love that. I just just led right into it. I, I Laura, I the, the so the two words that will stick with me through this and throughout this year are soulfully relevant. They're they're so powerful every time every time spirit said them it got 
much bigger for me. And and I got to tell you, I loved when they said, we're one soul and there's nobody to blame. There's nobody to blame. And in, in 2020, it just felt like there were so many experiences that that could easily take each one of us into a space of blame or anger or angst or fear or 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 anxiety or discomfort or any and all of those things. And that the key to the freedom from all of that was just to bring ourselves back to that space where we say, I may not, in fact, I'm sure I don't understand why we are going through this or we are experiencing this or we're witnessing this, but it's soulfully relevant. My soul gets it. My little mind cannot conceive it, cannot make sense out of it, but my soul connects to it and gets it. You know what I love about that, though? It's like, so it definitely seems like it's the year to expand our intuition, right? And I feel like that's yeah, that yeah. that's a challenge for the intuition to step forward, you know, and you say, all right, you know, I don't get it, but there's soulful relevance here. It's like then that opens the door, and you're kind of challenging your soul to show me the relevance, show me the the most astute use of my soul in this world, in this moment, you know, like I feel like that's what that is. So anyway, that's the way I'm going to apply it this year. I definitely think that was the theme, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for you, Dodie, yeah. for joining. I'm great. I hope Leah felt every bit of that, and I wonder if baby Kai is coming in on us. We love you, Leah. We miss you. Oh, yeah. We love you. Sending you lots of love, Leah. Uh, yeah. So let's, let's hang out. Relevance for 2021, and um, that's, I think that's it for us, right? Thanks, Dylan. Laura, thank you so much for bringing the message forward. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful, and and just sending every every person who hears this now or who will hear it so much love and blessings, and just you know, we're all in this together. We all are. 